Today, the world of those who follow bodily religions are celebrating the holidays of Passover and Easter. These religions, which had a specific origin in time and space, also have a certain end in time and space. They are religions of Kali Yuga, not eternal religions. And thus their understanding of time is limited. But they represent in their mythologies events which are to come. Events which are teleologically understood as the destiny of that world that has been trapped in consciousness identified with bodies. and whose idea of God must therefore be distorted by that false perspective that the religion itself cannot succeed in liberating its followers from. But they prophesy a liberation. They prophesy it in the form of the presentation of a historical event that did not occur, but that must occur. In the case of Passover, it is clear that it is now, not in the past, that the angel of death is passing over our world. It is now that the world is enslaved by the empire of Egypt and its materialistic values its consumerism, its profanity, its vulgarity, its corruption, its degradation. It is now that the Egypt of the fallen world must be left behind by those who are true servers of God, who must choose themselves to be part of a chosen people. It is not a birthright of genealogy. It is not something that can be passed on by a family heritage. It is a choice that each soul must make for themselves. And it is not about a belief system. It involves the actual living liberation of your consciousness from your own inner Egypt. 
before the angel of death comes. And if you have not crossed the Red Sea, the sea of your own blood that must be shed as the ram must be sacrificed, but have you sacrificed your inner ram in the service of God, the ego ram that must be sacrificed so that the true self can live? so that the angel of death will pass over your abode because you abide with God in the inner sanctum of the divine heart. But have you made that sacrifice and crossed beyond the reach of the Red Sea, of the blood ties of the family and the tribe and the nation and the culture of Kali Yuga? Have you followed God's instructions to reach the holy mountain and receive the new commandments, the new dispensation, the new understanding of who you are? as children of God. It is God's commandment to leave the world of Egypt, to go off grid, to enter in that world where one discovers powers that Egypt cannot confer. but leaves those glamorous enticements and diversions and defilements that Egypt does offer far behind so that the purity of one's being can be restored, the purity of one's worthiness of God that no longer worships the golden calf of Maya. The world is receiving many plagues and those plagues are increasing daily. Social and political and geological climatic plagues, actual plagues of disease, plagues of famine, war, conflict of every sort. The four horsemen of the apocalypse are galloping upon the world and trodding civilization underfoot. We see the end coming, but are we getting out of Egypt in time? Or will we wave goodbye to those who have left and wish we had gone but didn't have the courage to kill the ego so that the Red Sea would open for us?
the leader Moshe, the name means to be drawn out, to be extricated from one's family context, one's religious context, one's social and cultural context, to be drawn out, to individuate, to leave behind the known, the easy, the comfort zone to climb the holy mountain alone in solitude to find the face of God. Have you seen the face of your God? Do you know your God? Do you know your relationship to God? Have you received your commandment? And do you follow it? Are you becoming worthy to enter the promised land? Only those with the courage to go through the sacrificial act of death and rebirth in which all traces of the impurity of the ego have been dissolved, jettisoned, annihilated, will be able to go through the eye of the needle to enter into that holy land of the spirit that can be attained only by spiritually going through the portal of the singularity that is the end of the world and its new beginning. To go through that portal will require absolute purity and dematerialization. complete disidentification from the myth of matter and maya. It will require the capacity and the attainment of the transformation of a material body into a body of light. It is the light body that is the resurrection body. And it is in the light body that Christ ascended from the cross. But this event too was a future foretold. But is it your future? Are you practicing such deep meditation that the body in your mind dissolves and is recognized as an unreality? 
a dream figure and that all that is real is consciousness itself which is bodiless formless pure nirgun brahman You are made of that essence of the Absolute and you have the power to transform your vehicle into vibrational resonance with Absolute Consciousness. It is this attainment through the Absolute stilling of the mind and its movements that create the illusory energy field of a physical body that must be cut so that the atoms literally of which your organism is composed are no longer tied by a force field so that the body can go through the wall of space-time's final moment and enter into that new cycle of reality without having been caught in any material collision because all has been made to vibrate at that one frequency of the Absolute Presence. It is this omega point of consciousness at the same moment that the radiation clouds of the angel of death cover the world in nuclear winter that will be required as beings of light to go through the portal of dematerialization and recreate a new spring a new time unaffected by any trace of a past for which we will all have amnesia. All the religions are preparation for entering through that omega point. But to enter through that point requires absolute loss of any separation from God loss of identity, loss of any form or attachment. Complete emptiness, complete surrender, complete union with the fullness of the ruling power of supreme light 
will alone bring the capacity to move through the jurisdiction of death into the world of eternal life. When properly understood, the religions are all instruction manuals on how to attain this God-given birthright of God-consciousness. But it cannot be attained, it cannot be sustained, it cannot be achieved until the illusory ego has been completely destroyed. It is this act of God, of Shiva the destroyer, the annihilator, that one must become one must become within the destroyer of the ego so that the power of God will re-emerge from its suppression and repression in the dungeon of the subconscious. The real self must be liberated by those who are loyal to the Holy Spirit. Christ must die, his body must disappear, and for three days, the cave in which he was buried remains empty, but he is at work. He is at work in the realms of hell, in the harrowing of hell, in the destruction of every last demon of the subconscious. And so our work does not end with the death of the ego, but the death of every mental parasite, every thought form, every fantasy, every delusion that separates consciousness from the light. It is this ultimate and absolute purification, not just of the individual hell realm, but of the collective, that those beings who are chosen for resurrection must be able to accomplish and be willing to accomplish, so that the collective consciousness of those who will come 
cannot be contaminated by such evil mental entities that we ourselves have created in our own nightmarish abandonment of the abode of God. We are responsible for the cleansing of planetary consciousness and for the sustenance of that purified form of presence that can give birth to new forms of life in a world where nature becomes benign and all beings live in benevolent harmony. To be capable of bringing the world to such a state, we must have achieved our own crucifixion and ascension. The Christ self, yourself, the one self, must now be risen. This event cannot wait. Christ must be risen now. The overcoming of the illusion of mortality can only be attained through the complete disidentification from form. You must realize you are the unattainable, formless, supreme presence that cannot be grasped by body or by mind. And it is this supreme power that must reign in your consciousness. The throne of consciousness that has been usurped by the ego must be liberated from its oppressive rule and the rightful king must be restored. Each is responsible for their own kingdom for the lotus throne of chakra seven in which you must abide in absolute sovereignty. Such that no contaminating ego thought ever interferes with the reign of beauty and divine peace.
We must live as interconnected manifestations of the one self without any sense of superiority or inferiority, of envy or competition or judgment, without fear or desire. and living only for the sake of the will of that Supreme One, whose absolute presence alone justifies and entitles us to existence. May we gain that divine right to pass through the portals of death and drink of the nectar of immortality. May we achieve the holy silencing of the ego mind. And the power of grace that is the return of our original and true nature that must be attained before the margin of opportunity is lost. All great spiritual warriors are called not to delay, not to deny, not to defer, but to act now in the attainment of complete sovereignty of spirit over matter and mind. This is our mission. There is no other.